Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of October 8, 2023. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week, without a doubt. Big moves happening in the sky now. Boy, is this a very special time, and I don't say that lightly. Now, we have huge celestial events taking place. If one of these was happening, I would say this is an incredibly important time. But back to back to back to back, we've got four huge celestial moves taking place now. And when we have such a consequential celestial week, it does suggest that we, each of us in our own unique journeys, is likely to feel changed in some way. At the very least, we are going to feel the energies profoundly now. It's that feeling sense that may be especially uncomfortable, but the great thing is that we do find our bearings. We do find our truth. And truth is the other big theme with a week like this. We have got a big moves with Pluto. We have got a solar eclipse, uh, a moment where all of the Venus retrograde season comes together and then Mars on the move as well. So there's a lot to talk about here. And so as we begin the week right out of the gate, let's start with Pluto because Pluto is profound. And I almost want to say Pluto is magnificent. I think about how Pluto is in its own way and in ways that we don't always appreciate associated with revolution and change. Um, it is uh, normally Uranus that we think of when we think about revolution because of its very dramatic and adamant sense of its energy, the ways in which Uranus can suggest a lot changes very quickly and we leap into the future. And that is one type of way in which meaningful change comes about. But there's other types of changes as well, the kinds that have been percolating under the surface, perhaps for a while. And they have to do with the slow acknowledgement of where it is that we have accepted what is actually quite painful as normal. We've allowed ourselves to sink in a way but now we realize that we're ready to do the work that sometimes is required if we truly want to rise and become something more. That tension and frustration around where we want things to be different and also where it is that we wish things had been more fair or think that things are not fair. And I'm sorry to say, but yes, this could come with some uncomfortable feelings. And for some of us, they're going to play out in terms of our connections with other people. And that is because Mars squares Pluto right out of the gate at the beginning of the week. Pluto is already at the height of its power. We've got Mars as well at the very end of the sign of Libra at what astrologers call anoretic degrees. When a planet moves towards the very end of a given sign, those last couple of degrees, those last few important steps, uh, they are considered points of culmination. Um, in some, for some, not for all, there might even be a little bit of crisis here as well. 
And again, I'm so sorry to say, but it does happen. And given that we have Pluto in this part of the sky that has to do with power and tradition and structures that feel bigger than ourselves with Pluto in the sign of Capricorn, we also have Mars right now towards the very end of the sign of Libra that has to do with partnerships, relationships, one-on-one -on -one alliances. But in a larger sense, it also has to do with diplomacy as well. And I look at this and I feel uh, that this could work out a couple of different ways. One is, I think a lot of us are going to recognize where it is that we feel certain dynamics are not fair. Now this could play out in our alliances with other people and the power struggles we might find ourselves in, if only within ourselves. But it's also an opportunity to look at things in a larger sense as well to make more personal connections, where it is that we can look back at our lives or even at our present circumstance and see how there are factors there that maybe have us feeling powerless in the face of them. And yet, at the same time, this invites us through consciousness itself to own our power. In fact, awareness is power. Once things come to consciousness, they've already changed. And that is something to embrace, especially at the beginning of the week, even if it's hard. And I do want to be straightforward for some, this might be challenging. It might be hard, but ultimately this might just represent a moment that comes and goes. It is on Thursday that Mars will enter the sign of Scorpio. And here in its ancient home sign, Mars can be especially strategic. Mars can represent what we are willing to fight for, what's worth, whether it's struggle or force or a good push, so that we can actually not only just get what we want, but be whom it is that we truly are. Mars in Scorpio tends to play the long game. It considers what it wants in a larger sense, but also considers a more profound sense of power. This happening within really hours of Pluto going direct, and Pluto is the modern ruling planet of Scorpio, this tells me that powerful changes are afoot. And they're going to be rooted in first, the experience of frustration. And I also want to say that energy of Mars square Pluto that we're starting the week with, that could also represent some sense of gaslighting as well. And what I mean by that is it's when you're seeing something and you're experiencing something and someone's trying to tell you that's not the way it actually is. That's not what's happening at all. And they find ways to, through trying to convince you that what you saw or what you felt or what you experienced wasn't accurate, it becomes a type of manipulation, a way in which they gain some sense of power. And so it is, as we begin the week, I do think there are going to be some of us that feel that sense of, are we being gaslit? This could be collectively but I think very likely playing out in those one-on-one -on -one interactions and alliances that we have with other people, especially people that in some way we may consider or position as more powerful than ourselves. But for all that, we get to these two big planets shifting gear, and it's all about acknowledging the profound 
deep truth that maybe was challenging to accept before, to look at before, but not just the acknowledgement, but what change are we willing to work towards? Now that it is that we're sensing and understanding what the truth, quote unquote, actually is, especially for us, what are we going to do about it? Where is it going to take us from here? This energy in and of itself, or rather these energies of Mars square Pluto and Mars changing signs or Pluto going direct, any one of these could be life-changing for all of them to happen almost simultaneously it speaks so profoundly to how a lot of us it's almost like we're just not willing to take crap anymore to put it very crassly there now what that is for you is going to be uniquely decided on by you based on what truth is coming forward what was superficial or a show or just a performance is going to in some way become that much more clear. And in that clarity, we just might find ourselves, we might just find some peace as well. It's almost like we got to go through the tension to get to that point of claiming and owning our space and our own power our sphere of influence, and to use it wisely. Now, all of this would be huge. And then we get to the end of the week on Saturday. We are set to have a solar eclipse in the sign of Libra. And it's almost as if the stuff that we thought we dealt with right out of the gate at the beginning of the week, it comes rushing back in some way. It isn't that we have to deal with it. It's that we have to admit something that then brings with it a brand new chapter. For some of us, it's going to feel like it comes out of nowhere. For others of us, it's like, okay, this new beginning, this new chapter must take place now, even if it's hard, even if it's uncomfortable, which it might be for some of us out there. And that is because this solar new moon eclipse in the sign of Libra is also going to be speaking in tension with Pluto. So it adds that very profound sense of frustration, but also the willingness to do the work that change sometimes requires. And sometimes that work is being honest with ourselves, even if it's hard, where it is that we've allowed ourselves to settle into a space that now is draining us of energy. And this could relate to any person, place, thing, or situation in our life. But this is where we're acknowledging it. We're accepting the truth and it could change so much for us. So let's talk about that eclipse in particular, because I think that's going to be a huge uh, celestial event for a lot of us out there. And having a solar eclipse in and of itself is a big deal because it brings dramatic new beginnings. Now, last week I spoke to you about the nodes um, eclipses intimately involve the nose. They become a part of the phenomenon that allows eclipses to take place. And with a solar eclipse, it is sometimes dramatic out of nowhere, new beginnings, new pathways, new opportunities that can just show up. I did speak about the eclipses at length in the monthly horoscope, so you may want to review that again for your sign. But having said that, once that solar eclipse takes place, we are entering a period between eclipses where the ancients believed that the veil between the worlds was especially thin. 
And it is that very thin veil that allows us to recognize our spiritual lessons as they're playing out. And it also encourages us not to get too caught up in the physical manifestations of those lessons, but keep it about what it is we're learning and how it is we're growing. Ultimately, all of this is about us becoming something more than we were before, collectively, but certainly individually as well. And this is going to speak very powerfully to how we relate to others. There is a saying that we treat others the way we treat ourselves. We speak to others the way that we actually think about and speak to ourselves. And yes, there is some truth in that, but it's also true that uh, sometimes we speak to others in ways that are just not okay. And it happens for a variety of reasons. It's interesting because on my way to the airport, I remember talking to my dad and I was telling him about the very first time someone recognized me. And thank you for all the friends and fans out there who do watch me and come up to me. I, I touched on it at the very end of the video last week as well. As of late, there have been quite a few people uh, who've walked up to me and said, hey, Nadia Shah, I watch you, which is very, very lovely. I love that. The very first time that happened, though, I think I might have posted something on YouTube, like just posted something on YouTube, but more it was that I was writing horoscopes at the time. And so on my website, I had my written horoscopes. And then I think it was at the very beginning, that first series of YouTube videos. And I was helping a friend out at a particular event. And I was sort of trying to guide people to be in a line. And someone said something to me, and it was actually quite rude and quite forceful. And, uh, you know, when they said that, like something like, you better, whatever. And I said, okay, that's it. Okay. And I just kind of walked away. Uh, I kept being there in support of my friend. About five minutes later, that person walked up to me and said, you're Nadia Shah. I read you, da, da, da. And their energy completely was a very different thing. And I thought about that in a few different ways. I thought about that from the perspective of, wow, thank you. There's already this wonderful love out there in the world for people that I don't know, but they recognize me and that's lovely. But I also thought, you know, I'm the exact same person I was just a moment ago. Like literally, I, I spoke in the same uh, respectful manner. And the way in which someone's perception of me changed determined how they then spoke to me was uh, rather fascinating. It was an interesting experiment in human nature, we could put it that way. Um, but I also think that's not really okay. And that's not really good either. But at the same time, it is so important for us not to get caught up in whatever other people are projecting onto us, however other people choose to behave. We don't have to make that true for us. We don't have to make that our reality. And I think that's part of the balance here with this eclipse is that as we interact with others, as we move through the world or in our online world as well, where more and more of us increasingly live, we're going to notice that contrast. And we might just see this collectively as well on the world stage. Um, I recently recorded an interview with Maria Blanquier and it's all about this solar eclipse and that should publish 
uh, a day or two before this video is up. So you may want to look at that if you haven't already. Um, but she looks at the eclipse from a draconic astrology perspective, and it is so fascinating to look at what the possibilities are uh, for the world stage, for the collective. As I look at this, I can say the sign of Libra has to do with a few things. Yes, partnerships, relationships, but it also has to do with beauty, like a finer beauty. It has to do with uh, the people we consider models. And we might just see some attention paid on uh, what actually is underneath the surface. Um, the sacrifices that might actually be unfair that are actually involved in the pursuit of beauty itself. And this is something that people are already starting to talk about, but I think it's going to reach this very important moment of illumination, a new type of conversation emerging around uh, these very matters. The eclipse is close in the sky to Mercury and to Mars as well. And that Mercury connection is especially interesting because Mercury is messages, its thoughts, its ideas. It's also what we're talking about uh, as a collective in terms of the media. It's what is going viral on social media, but traditional media as well. And so I do think that these are likely going to be matters that are being widely discussed. And it may very well be as a result of what takes place online uh, with certain uh, models or other public figures, figures who represent beauty. We are going to be seeing them in a different light, perhaps in an instant. Now, as soon as Mars does step into the sign of Scorpio, uh, the day after on Friday, Mars is going to speak in supreme harmony with Saturn. And I think this in many ways is going to be the saving grace to otherwise rather intense energies. This trine is going to represent stability. And again, this idea of what we're going for in the long term. I think of harmonious Saturn connections as representing delayed gratification for something greater. And so sometimes what's immediate uh, may feel like it might satisfy you, but actually we can see how if we decide not to pursue the more immediate gratification, we have the potential to gain something even more valuable to us. And that can change our actions, that can change our decisions. And I think that is going to be a big theme for a lot of us out there coming off of and under the light of preparing for a solar eclipse. There's also almost simultaneously going to be a sense of recognizing what's actually good for us to do. We're able to practice restraint, especially in our actions. So we're not necessarily just flying off the handle, if you will but choosing our responses. That's how maturity is won, yes, but that's also how it is that we can consider that we're not going to just give in to a moment of indulgence in an emotion, in an outburst, but rather we understand that there's something bigger and larger and more important we're going for. That decision is how self-respect is won as well. Now, if all of this wasn't enough, right, we also have a huge moment as part of the Venus retrograde season. So it was late last week that Venus left shadow. Now, as we begin this week, 
Venus will change signs and immediately stand across the sky from Saturn. This is huge. Venus has been, of course, in the sign of Leo since June. Having Venus move into Virgo, that in and of itself does represent a big change and a big shift. Whereas Venus in Leo is dramatic and heartfelt and so performance-oriented, in Virgo, it's about the love that is in the details. It's about actually recognizing what is being shown to you. And with Saturn across an exact opposition to Venus, it's like we can't lie to ourselves. We can't kid ourselves of what it is that some other person has been showing us. This is an opposition, after all, that plays itself out in our one-on-one -on -one alliances. And again, to me, because Saturn also has to do with sacrifice, it goes to this theme of that eclipse as well. The sacrifices that are made and where it is that certain sacrifices are too much. Well, since June, what have you been sacrificing for the sake of beauty, for the sake of love, uh, for the sake of drama, for the sake of performance? What is it and where is it perhaps that there have been certain indulgences or certain performances that now just don't cut it anymore, just don't do it anymore. So we may see this play out in terms of what's happening with romance. It's one thing for someone to say, you're amazing, you're the best, you're the best that ever was, you are so important in my life, but their actions might show you something completely different. And it's another thing also when someone just can't say all that stuff, and yet when you look at their actions, you see the profound commitment that is there. With oppositions, there tends to be an honest evaluation, but it also represents a turning point. And I think very simply, especially coming on the heels of that larger Venus retrograde season, where love has shown itself to be real, this is a moment of solidification and of commitment. But where it is that it rings hollow, this is going to be admitting that to ourselves, but also the determination and the clarity to know that we deserve something real. And you absolutely do. What I love about this week for us, there's so much here. It's a valuable and meaningful astrological moment. Back to back to back to back, we've got huge celestial events taking place. And that's not even to mention how it is that we'll be making sense of these energies this week, well into next week as well. The energy that we start the week with, with Mars square Pluto, well, next week we're going to get the Sun and Mercury squaring Pluto. That's when all of that tension, frustration looks different, but may arise again for us to deal with it. But we'll be in a period between eclipses by that time. And so we likely are going to be able to recognize the spiritual lesson more quickly than we likely are as we start this week. But of course, there is ending the week on a solar eclipse. Now, the last time we had an eclipse in the sign of Libra was 2016. That's how far back we have to go here. And whatever might be happening now may in some way connect you to some of the spiritual lessons that might have been playing out at that time. 
And it is also Libra that is ruled by Venus. And so you can see Venus having important alliances this week, and that followed up by an eclipse. It does suggest that so many of us are redefining, in some cases in an instant, in some cases out of necessity or frustration or finally having to admit the truth, in some cases the profound, even painful truth of where love is and where it isn't, where we got caught up in something ultimately superficial and what it is that's real, including what beauty is going to mean for us in our own lives as well, what a balanced life looks like, what symmetry in our life looks like for us as well. Ultimately, whatever it is that helps you to celebrate you as you are today and brings you peace, tells you that you're on the right track, but where it is that certain relationships are draining of energy, I think with a week like this, we're just not going to be okay with that anymore. Dramatic transitions can occur now in our connections with others, but where it is that they lead us to our own power, they will be well worth it. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And to prove it to you, here's some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up. All of it means so much. All of it helps the channel. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. And of course, if you want to know how all of this stuff this week speaks to you in your sign, log on to NadiaShawSuperstars.com where you get expanded, exclusive video scopes each and every week for each and every sign for as low as just $3 a month with Choose Your Membership Rate. Higher tiers get you things like all access passes to Synchronicity University events, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the superstar space at NadiaShawSuperstars.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University has some incredible programs coming up this November as part of a jam-packed, bigger-than-ever season. It is going to be four programs. This is the first time we've had four full programs on offer. Lots of astrology learning for as low as just $5 a class with Choose Your Tuition Rate on for a very limited time. You've got about three weeks left to choose your tuition rate as we begin this week. And so very special learning opportunities here. And I'm going to start with my friend, Yuridia Robles. Now, Yuridia is back with a highly requested program on Mayan astrology. She and I co-wrote the book, Mayan Astrology, very introductory type of book uh, that looks at the Mayan signs and then touches on compatibility as well. That is based on her knowledge. And we had several conversations and then I put her knowledge into my own words and we shared this book with the world a couple of years back. Well, now she's going to build on that. So yes, you do get the information in the book. However, that's just one class. And she's going to talk about the planets and orienting yourself and understanding the worldview uh, from that indigenous uh, people of the Americas perspective that is so valuable from the perspective of the Maya. And so this is a class that is going to give you a whole new understanding of the sky and deepen your appreciation of the practice of astrology and 
all the ways that it's been practiced around the world for many, many millennia. Yuridia is the perfect person to teach this class. Uh, she is someone I consider my astrologer. She and Michael Barwick, who you've seen on my channel as well before, these are my go-to people. When it is that I'm like, oh my God, this is happening in my chart, uh, they will say to me, you know, this is also happening as well. Or, you know, you could interpret that this way if you wanted. Yeah, she's that brilliant and there's that much trust. She is absolutely someone to learn from, uh, and I hope that you absolutely love this course on Mayan Astrology, a very special learning event taught by the one and only Yuridia Robles, one of the world leaders in Mayan Astrology. And for a very limited time, you choose your tuition rate. It's always just $5 a class. You can learn a whole lot more and sign up now at synchronicityuniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents the one and only Maria Blanquier with her course, Draconic Astrology. This is a whole other way to calculate and read your chart, and it is mind-blowing. It is so profound, and it focuses on the stuff that just happens, the stuff that's karmic, the soul-level promises you made to yourself, the soul contracts you have with yourself and with others. And Maria is someone I mentioned a little bit earlier in this video as well, because we do have her looking at the solar eclipse. So that link should be uh, below. I'll make sure to link that below, but it's on my channel as well. But the thing is that Maria did a reading for me after we had our uh, interview on camera, and it was just mind-blowing. It was incredible what I learned about myself, how so many pieces came together. It is a very powerful tool in prediction to focus on the karmic journey and the karmic path because the karmic stuff just shows up. The other stuff, what you want, why you want it, how you go about getting it, there's a lot of like your own agency in that, which is important, which is another layer. However, the stuff that just shows up, that just happens is incredibly important as well because that points the way to our soul growth and our soul learning. Draconic astrology, draconic means dragon. It has to do with the nodes. And so this is a class that I think is really going to up your skills, whether you are a brand new astrologer or you've been around for a while, uh, this can really help you hone technique that much more. And so learn a lot more and check it out. This very special course by the one and only Maria Blanquier, Draconic Astrology, as low as just $5 a class, an unheard of rate to learn from Maria at synchronicityuniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents one of our most popular teachers coming back, and that is the one and only Mark Lawrenson. And Mark, of course, is famous in Australia. He's the principal of the Sydney School of Astrology, and it is at Synchronicity University. It is the only place where he teaches for as low as just $5 a class with his courses. As I said, they're very popular because he is brilliant. He brings this soul perspective. Every time I talk to him, I come away a better astrologer than I was before that conversation. That's just how good he is. Well, his previous classes included uh, the nodes, and it included the soul's mission in the astrology chart, the natal chart, the birth chart. Now, 
He looks at the soul's mission through forecasting. And this is about you learning all kinds of techniques that help you to understand how the soul mission is unfolding through transits, through prediction really is what it comes down to. That's what we mean when we say forecasting. Now, prediction in some systems of astrology can be uh, a little controversial of a word, but I do think it's an important part of our tradition. And it's just one part of our tradition, of course. Learning about ourselves, that can be deeply meaningful in helping us to claim agency, but also, yes, in forecasting as well. But this is looking at what's coming up and how it is that it is a part of unveiling your soul's mission to you and helping you to live it that much more fully. As I said, Mark is a brilliant astrologer. He's going to teach you a variety of predictive techniques and forecasting techniques. And it is only at Synchronicity University that he teaches for as low as just $5 a class. So you can learn a whole lot more about his incredible class, but also you have the rare opportunity here to actually get some of his previous classes, get the download, the instant download at that same rate of just $5 a class at choose your tuition rate, uh, which is something that really is never really offered. But now here we are. You can get as many of his previous classes as you want for that rate or just sign up for his upcoming class as well or something in between. Get a few classes and sign up for what's coming up. However it is that Mark Lawrenson fits into your journey towards understanding astrology can only benefit your pathway forward. So learn more at synchronicityuniversity.com and sign up now. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents an incredible November 2023 speaker series. I am so proud of this group. It features some of your favorites coming back but also people I'm so excited to introduce to you as well. And so I'm going to start with Mark McGowan because Mark McGowan is already a TV star. He's been on VH1's Black Ink and he's brought his talents there. Um, his interview might be up by now and you can see that he's someone who's very sensitive, very knowledgeable, has lots of charisma as well. And he's right there on that precipice of really breaking through as a superstar in astrology and so much more. He's already out there, already recognized. Well, he's going to help you to understand how astrology is a tool of healing, to bring consciousness to those parts of us that we don't always want to acknowledge and don't want to look at, and specific ways in which to recognize healing and how to go about it. And I remember having this conversation with him and he was saying like, where do you tap into where the wounds are and where the healing is? Are you going to look at Chiron? Are you going to look at Mars? Are you going to look at this? And that? Well, he's going to talk about all of that with you when it is that you join uh, his class as part of the November uh, 2023 speaker series. Now, returning favorites include Cosmic Homegirl, uh, the one and only April. You know, I love April. She is my go-to whenever I need someone to fill in with the monthly videos or whatever. She is the one that I go to because I love her as an astrologer. She is honest. She is herself. She is brilliant as an astrologer. And so, of course, she's coming back to Synchronicity University. She's going to help you to understand the Ascendant, very practical, 
how someone looks, understanding their appearance, and how that can help you to identify what their ascendant might be, and so much more. Another returning favorite is Akila Moon. You know, she's also somebody that I absolutely love. Uh, she is brilliant and beautiful inside and out. She loves talking about Venus, and this time she's going to do Venus and Black Moon Lilith and help you to understand the connections there in the chart and the relationships playing out there in the chart as well. So this is also a class with techniques that you can use right away to become a better astrologer. Preeti Insight. I really enjoyed talking to her. She did an on-camera tarot reading with me, for me actually, that was really insightful. That meant a lot to me. So uh, you will check that out whenever her interview publishes, which should be probably this week. And I hope that you enjoy that. But you'll see she's got so much skills and she is going to be inviting us to bring an intuitive approach to tarot reading that I think is going to be so valuable. It'll help up your tarot skills. And Angeles Lopez is going to bring what's called the period lord technique. So this is a very specific technique to identify uh, larger phases in a lifetime that can go from uh, seven years to 13 years. And she's going to help you to identify and understand what planet rules a particular phase and how you can tap into it, what that phase of your life just might tell you about you. So you can see here, we've got incredible classes as part of the November 2023 speaker series. And you've got about three weeks left to choose your tuition rate. It's always just $5 a class to learn from this incredible cohort. I hope that you will join us. Links are in the description below. And thank you. Thank you so much for this moment with you. Thank you for your trust. I'm always so grateful for it. It's a big week. Please be kind and gentle to yourself. I spoke about a lot of these energies in the monthly horoscope, and of course, I break them down with more detail in the superstar space as well. But if you just take that approach, being kind and gentle to yourself, you'll be able to navigate this time and be better for it. Because ultimately, that is part of the larger dance, is in some way or another, whatever's happening in the sky can be used as a tool to become something more than we were before. And that's the invitation of this time through, for some of us, some pretty intense and powerful emotions and experiences. So move through them. I'm sure you'll move through them with absolute grace. Uh, and I think that the fact that so much is happening right now, it says a lot about not only the fact that this month is so important, but the fact that this is work we're ready to do. We're ready for a turning point in our life. We're coming out of that extended Venus retrograde season. Yeah, I think a lot of us are like, okay, we're ready for things to change already. And we may not even realize how we're ready for things to shift until the shift shows up for us, which very likely is going to happen for so many of us out there now. And be kind and gentle to others as well. They may be dealing with some very powerful emotion of their own. Thank you again for watching. I'm so grateful for it. I love this time with you. Thank you. And until we connect again, take care. And of course, it'll be a great week. Enjoy.